0: Hi guys,
1: thanks for joining us on the show today. Very excited to have you here. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Um, so we are Flag Your It, Singapore's first campaign on online child grooming, mm-hmm. and so I'm Stephanie. I'm the branding lead of Flag Your It. Hi, I'm Venus. I'm the social and strategy lead at Flag Your It. Before we start off with today's episode, I'd like to
2: give a big shout out to IMDA for teaming up with us for three episodes on digital wellness as part of their Digital for Life campaign. What does digital wellness mean? How can we practice good online habits, ensure cyber safety, and reduce our risks to online harms? The Digital for Life movement aims to enable the community and citizens of all ages to embrace digital learning as a lifelong pursuit. With digital as a new way of life, we need to know what to do and how to take care of our digital wellness. We can make the internet a better, safer and kinder place for
0: everyone. To find out more, visit go.gov.sg forward slash digital wellness. Um, We first started out the campaign in 2019 as part of our final year project for university. We wanted to raise awareness of online child grooming uh, in Singapore specifically for youth aged 13 to 17. So from our research, we found that this uh, group was actually the most at risk at Mm. this kind of topic because um, I think firstly, they're at the age where they are very curious. You know, puberty, they're very curious about relationships, about love. And they're also at the age where they're a bit rebellious. Mm. They don't really want to tell their parents about who they're talking to online and mm. things like that. So they're very at risk la. and we wanted a platform where they you know, they can step up to talk about such pressing issues that um, schools don't really cover as well. So yeah. how would you
1: define uh, online child grooming? So online child grooming is actually um, when a predator befriends with a minor in order to sexually exploit that child. Yeah, so that's like the definition that we go by um for flat So why online grooming in particular? I think because some of us, like us personally and our friends, have encountered groomers in the past. Actually, one of our um team members, her friend, was a groom before um that was back in secondary school. Mm. So her friend Started talking to this stranger online, and um that stranger was like at least 10 years older than you know back then um secondary school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think um the reaction that she and that the friend group had was that it's very negative, and as a result, that friend kind of like isolated herself away from like that friend group, and subsequently she was like sexually assaulted mm-hmm. by that groomer and It's only because, you know, we were not educated about it. We were not aware that, like, this is, you know, something that, would happen to us and i think it's definitely a topic that needs to be talked about Mm -hmm. yeah
0: through our research we actually found that one in three youths went to speak to a stranger online and then they eventually went to meet them offline and 68 percent of youths actually has some sort of unwanted sexual um contact from a stranger before Mm -hmm. yeah so that was quite shocking for us because it's quite a lot of people Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Yeah. and i think it's also very hard to tell from the get-go whether you are talking to a groomer or not because mm. you know, like the whole process is very complex. Mm. Groomers have become so evolved in the way that they approach yeah. um their victims. It always starts off very innocently, like mm. the first move of the groomer is always like, ha- it always seems harmless. Like it can be like via a friend request mm. or like a, a follow, compliment- yeah, a follow Instagram. or like complimenting you. Yeah. It's definitely very complex, and so the groomers really like spend time building that. Emotional connection with you to make sure that you know you are like isolated from your loved ones and friends so that eventually um it is a lot easier to groom you into a victim. Yeah.
2: Interesting. And I'm I'm curious to know so because you mentioned that one in three of the people that you've guys you guys have interviewed ended up meeting um the people that they made friends with online right and I think the first thing that comes to mind is that like I have made a lot of friends online as well in in the past like, year mm, I think yeah. especially since COVID and stuff mm. like that right yeah I think my question was like what are some of the experiences that maybe you have heard that you know might sound like something that maybe we have gone through mm. so I don't know
0: yeah Um. so we've known this uh, very prominent victim that actually contributed a lot of stories to us mm. um, she told us that she has actually been groomed for two years um, mm. concurrently ongoing and um, she didn't know until she was much older. Mm. Uh, actually, until we spoke about this uh, FYP, and it happened when she was like fourteen. So can imagine, like it took ten years to realize what it actually is. Mm. So he, she actually know of this guy. This guy was from uh, one of her organizations that mm. she is uh, very active in, and she he is a very uh, sort of older brother figure to her. He gives her a lot of advice. He you know treats her like a little sister mm. and. They continue the conversation online um, every single day. Um, they talk a lot. They talk like as if um, they sort of like a couple. They sweet talk and everything. Mm. And she doesn't know what's going on, but she just follows because, um, as in emotions get the better of her mm. And she doesn't know better also because she didn't tell anybody of the relationship. Mm. And she just thought like, okay, this guy is just giving me advice, old brother. Um, and in real life, when they actually meet, he pretends to not know her. Mm. So that's a very big red flag mm. um, for for someone you know, lah. Yeah.
1: But I guess at that time, you know, when you are, you know, fourteen years old, you don't really know like what are like the red flags. Mm. And so, um, you know, when we talk about you know what is online child we are doing um, a campaign on this. And then she was like, oh my god, let me show you like some of the messages that he sent me. And then when we read through them. They are like... There were so many red flags.
2: Let's say we go back to the definition of grooming, right? There is the intention from that other party to kind of like sexually exploit Mm. this individual. But I mean, I'm not to trivialise the whole matter, Mm. but it doesn't sound as if like... It's a situation where he...
3: Started the whole conversation In order to Correct yeah. it, it
2: sounds as if like This guy also had his own Problems Problems <laughs> I mean very frankly But all like young people Trying yeah, to figure yeah. things out yeah. also right So I, mm, I guess what, the question is Where's the danger In right. that
1: Yeah I think like um, You know I think when we were looking through At those messages um You know Specific to that story We really saw a lot of like Sexually explicit kinds of like messages messages that you wouldn't send to a 14 year old like for example um do you touch yourself as a 25 year old um woman like would you ever like ask someone 10 years younger like this kind of questions and so you know um you know there were just so many like sexual innuendos in those kind of conversations that I think at 14 13, 15, you wouldn't really know Mm. um, what they are until you tell someone that you trust Mm. about them. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this was a situation where after that, she just swept under the rug
2: for many years until
1: she met you guys, is it? Mm, Yeah, and in fact, we realised that, you know, that groomer actually impacted her even though they stopped talking, you know, a few years back. Mm. But the decisions that she made is still influenced by him and so for example like the degree that she chose it was because he was in that degree as well and Mm. like he's now working in the same industry as she is Mm. and yeah like even the music that she listens to was influenced by him as well Mm. and so you know like and and these are just some of like the um like, at the top of mind, like, what she could, like, say. Oh, actually, like, it's because of, like, him. So, you know, mm. you never really know, like, what is the impact or the depth of the kind of effects that, like, you have as, like, a victim. Mm.
3: Actually, um, I have a similar story to share. So, like, um, when I was, I think, 15, then I was very active. So, I, I, I was in band. Like, one of those, like, band nerds in, like, secondary <laughs> school. There was this forum for band members in Singapore. And the thing about the band scene is, or I guess like with a lot of CCAs, which, with legacy, right? A lot of alumni come back, or a lot of people mm. stay in the scene till like they're much older because like, um, there's a bit of like, you know, if I'm good at my instrument, I'll come back and teach the juniors. That kind of thing. But it's also like, that leads to what I found to be a whole ton of grooming. So it's like, mm. I, I don't know if you, like in some, in a lot of these CCAs, it's not even, like, a strange occurrence to find, mm-hmm. like, an alumni dating, like, a secondary school mm. girl or something like that. So for me, it was, like, a he was, like, a 20-year-old, whereas, whereas I was, like, still um, 15. And, um yeah, the thing about it is that I think that when you are in that situation, you never really think about yourself as being groomed. And I think it's similar to your friend, like, not being able to even, like, accept that this is something that could happen to me, because... I mean, if I mean for me, it was like a relationship. It wasn't like a he doesn't he pretends not to know me or whatever. Yeah. But like yeah, I think it's more like you end up you end up feeling like oh okay, uh this person's important or like you know this person someone I look up to. And then like when they ask you to do certain things, then you're just like oh I mean like uh yeah sure this might just be the next step or mm-hmm. that, yeah. So I think like that's that's always the thing, right? So I remember like afterward when I got into like another relationship and I was telling him about like um my ex and things like that, he was just like. Kim, this is grooming. And then I couldn't mm. even accept it. Like he told me like point blank, um, you know that this was this is classified as grooming, but at the point of time I think I wasn't ready to accept it yet. I wasn't mature I wasn't mature enough to like think about that whole situation in that way. I I was just like, no, but he was a really nice guy, you don't understand. And I think like now that I look back and I can see like, yeah, okay, I I did make those choices and it's not like he didn't let me make those choices, but I was too young to like have the kind of, like, agency to make that choice properly, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the, like, strongest thing. Because it's always, like, a grey area. Like, like you guys were saying, right, you say it's complicated. And, like, I can say I was lucky. Like, I wasn't pushed beyond what I was willing to do, you know what I mean? But, yeah, some people aren't so lucky and some people, like, don't have that ability to, kind of, like, put a stopper mm-hmm. to, like, the person who may be, like, pushing them on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think it's very difficult to, like, define... Just to jump in on that, yeah. like, thinking now also, like, there are many instances where I... I feel
2: like I'm quite lucky I, I don't know but like there are people within my life that has, has mm. encountered this and like I think my cousin was one of them there mm. was an older like male teacher who was quite young-ish like literally something right and then quite good looking mm. he noticed and like doted on her mm. right and like my cousin is very intelligent right yeah. so I think you kind of like it's a situation where it's, it's also like you are not stupid and you mm. know that you're not stupid but like there's just something special about, like, somebody who's, like, older. Mm. And then, like, um, quite good-looking, you yeah, know, yeah, taking yeah. notice <laughs> on you. Yeah, like, the chosen one, yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah. guess. So, I, I, it's it's tricky. Like, there's that whole element of, like, emotional.
3: Mm. Yeah, and I think the fact that you're still exploring that whole part of yourself. Like, what I would like as an individual person, you know, like, all yeah. these things. And it's, like, I mean, it's very easy to get caught up with it. Which is, I guess, why so many people... Become
2: victims? Yeah. mm. We remember a lot, but is this this true? Is this accurate? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This is like great storytelling.
2: Yes. Thank you. you, you. I I think my my question was going to be, and maybe y'all can share with us, going off of Kim's story, right? Like, not a lot of young people, I would say, or even like us, find ourselves in a situation where we think that we are the victims. Nobody thinks of themselves as a victim, right? So, how at risk are, are young people to like getting groomed, you know, if I would say don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are the risk factors, I guess.
0: Yeah. Mm. I think mm. a lot of people don't know how much they're at risk, and a lot of victims tend to blame themselves. So I think mm. like what you say, you couldn't accept the fact yeah. that you were groomed because you firstly didn't know of the definition. But after that, because you think that oh I, I was consented to like I consented to the relationship, mm. uh everything was my choice, I it's my decision. But grooming is a lot more complex than that because Mm. they first want to get your consent that's the that's the tricky part because Mm. they want to be your friend first they want to make sure that you trust them then they go on to you know do their manipulation very subtly so it's a very difficult thing to point out I think a lot of youths reached out to us or so to ask like is this grooming is that grooming Mm. We cannot really say for sure as well because um firstly I think we're not the like counsellors, then we always refer them to like a proper counselor And but I think one good thing um for youths to, to do right is to step up and even acknowledge that this is a is a thing. Like this is a pressing pressing issue that they need to learn about. So then they are in a better position to really pinpoint what are the red flags. Is this a possible grooming situation? Mm-hmm. And then be a lot more critical um in terms of uh, who they meet online, who they talk to, and then better Uh, pick out the red flags I would say and I think that's our whole um, aim of the campaign Mm. as well like flag your aid right it's literally telling you to flag it out Mm, and then tell somebody like maybe tell your friend about uh, someone that you're talking to then that person is also in a better position to see like how your conversation flows is there anything that is that seems off a bit Mm. and and because they're not the victim so they don't have like the love goggles ongoing right yeah Mm. love goggles goggles. (laughs) yeah I really like this. It sounds. A, it sounds
2: less like, uh, a situation where people are like, don't use like social media, make friends on social media. It sounds more like a relationship making informed decisions yeah. on social media. Definitely, <laughs> Correct. definitely. Correct. 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 Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to know. So it did not occur to me that flag your it means that like yeah. flag out the like red flags. <laughs> really stupid. But like, <laughs> what are
1: some common like red flags? Yeah. Before I I jump into that, for groomers, they are never age, race or gender specific, you Mm. know. Um, I think first of all, it's really important to like understand that they are not like your 50-year-old tickle pace. Like they can be like 20 years old or they can be 50, who knows. For our campaign at least, um, based on our research, we kind of like created like these four archetypes of groomers. The first archetype, of rumors and um, what we call is um, the secret center. So sometimes, like what the name suggests, they may give you a lot of things. Um, just to really build that emotional like connection, that <laughs> that that positive um, association with the groomer, yeah. and the second, <laughs> sorry like incidents are coming back to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And like the and I and the second um Akita what we call is um the prince charming or the princess charming because they are not gender specific mm-hmm. is when um the groomer really shower you with like compliments, mm-hmm. um you know like just try to be your friend your best friend even and um, i think that the third one we call is the fisher so that normally starts off like at the beginning of like a grooming process where the person really like um, fish out like um, overly personal information like um oh do you have a boyfriend like just straight mm. off right off the bat asking you that yeah really finding out like what are some you know just to find out some ways to be your friend mm. um, really you know as I said build that friendship first infringing boundaries yeah. definitely yeah mm. and so the, the last one um, what we call is the blackmailer so that's when like the blackmailer really tries after Building that relationship after sharing secrets with you, um, the blackmailer will isolate you from your friends and loved ones. Will you know try to like um, blackmail you into like doing certain stuff because you know you guys have already shared that bond. And sometimes you may not even like know that you are being blackmailed because right. the groomer might just evoke like uh, might guilt trip you into doing something, and and you may or may not know what the groomer is doing. Mm. Yeah.
0: And on the contrary, we have four signs to um identify like whether this person is a potential victim. La. I think firstly we have secret center, right? We also have a secret uh, keeper. keeper. Mm. Yeah. So these people they don't really want to tell their friends anything about um whoever they're speaking to online. Sometimes you notice, but then sometimes they like sort of distance themselves um after a while. So I think that also happened for the friend, um uh, for the friend of our teammate la, who was mm. groomed in secondary school. Um You know, you try to give advice and then sometimes they they speak up about, oh, I met this guy, but um, after you try and say like, oh, maybe there's a red flag or something that you need to look into Mm -hmm. or be careful about, then they may may, may think that you are going against them. So then they try and stay away from telling you about more things because they know that you won't approve of it. Then the second one is when you're sexually matured um, beyond your age range. So I think a lot of times at 13 to 17, I don't think you will know a lot about... um, very sexual things or sexual mm. like you don't catch up on sexual innu- innuendos that fast. Um, but as groomers, they will slowly introduce these kind of topics to you. Different kind of um, terminology. Terminology um, like, do you touch yourself? Have you ever watched this kind of porn before? Things like that. And they act off as like they're very curious about mm. you know you as a person, but actually they're just looking for like a kink or something. Mm, right. Yeah. Then the third one, um, emotional roller coaster. Mm. So these people are like the victims themselves. In the everyday lives, you see that you know they may get into a lot of mood swings. Mm-hmm. When you speak to them, sometimes they may feel like um, like very happy one day, and then suddenly they may get very affected mm-hmm. because of something that someone said to them. The last one is the age gap. Um, I think this is quite a great area also because I think a lot of people have came out to us to say like. A lot of normal relationships also have a large age gap. Right? Mm. How do you really know that it's grooming? Um, we're not trying to say that all like big age gaps relationships um, are red flags, mm. but it's definitely one of the common signs that mm. we see in grooming relationships. Mm. Yeah, I think As it's also mm. much easier for a groomer uh, much older than you to sort of, get your trust mm. Yeah, just because yeah. you know more.
1: Especially like. when the groomer is an adult and the victim is a minor, that's mm. illegal. Oh, yeah, mm. Just putting it out there. Yeah. We're taking a short break. Something
2: Private is a podcast produced under local media publisher, Our Grandfather Story. This episode was made in collaboration with our friends at IMDA to talk about online harms and taking care of our digital wellness. Check out go.gov.sg forward slash digital wellness to find out more. Now back to the episode. There have been, I mean on that that note right, there have been a lot of like recent articles, I'm sure you have seen Mm, in the last like, couple just of months
3: last, yeah last year just last year alone was correct mm. oh,
2: correct. I'm wondering what are uh, some of your thoughts about teenagers who have been like sexually assaulted then they go to court and then like uh, an older parent or like an adult like was found guilty oh. like either molesting them or like mm. sexually like assaulting them
0: I think that it's a good thing that the media is reporting it a lot more compared to last time I think after we've done this campaign we realised that actually I think a lot more people are Comfortable with sharing their story and actually standing up for themselves nowadays. I think also it has to do with the the Me Too movement and everything. Mm. Um, a lot of youths are also actually a lot more woke than mm. we than we thought lah. Um, I think throughout our whole campaign, right, when we speak to youths, we realize, that, oh my god, they're damn smart nowadays. You know, they know what is grooming. They they experience so much in life, like just through online mm. platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're just not afraid to stand up for themselves and give an opinion on things. I think one incident that surprised us was actually a boy um, in secondary school. He actually messaged us to say like, um, actually, I have been speaking to a girl who is maybe like two years younger than me in secondary uh-huh. school. Is that considered grooming? I'm very scared to like... Oh um, no, this baby! So like cute! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're very scared to cross boundaries. So he's like a bit more careful. He wants to be a true gentleman. So Okay. very nice. Ayo, yeah. oh. so sweet.
2: Yeah. yeah. So what did I you reply? You're, oh, you're like...
0: Oh... Um, from the situation, uh, it sounds like it was just a very friendly relationship. Like, we told him, like, uh, normal teasing, you know, not teasing, but like, like in a friendship, <laughs> playful manner, that's fine. <laughs> as long as you know
1: what her boundaries are and you make sure that you don't cross it. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: yeah. Actually, when we were doing research, we realised that there's not a lot of, like, uh, local stories on grooming. Even when we um, were surveying, interviewing um, teenagers, like, what are they learning about grooming in their CCE lessons? Um, they said that, oh, actually, I don't really remember. And even, like, the examples that um, mm. they used were, like, from the UK, was basically um overseas examples mm. and not, like, local stories. So I think, like, that's really where um you 8 really kind of, like, gained traction in, yeah, in, like, um the way that, like, all of our stories are all, like, unfortunately, they are all Singapore-based. Mm. And that really affected how, like, um how people view grooming as an issue. Like, oh, okay, like, there are so many stories mm, and mm, we should pay more attention mm, to this. Mm, yeah. When you when you
2: learn about, like, uh, the situation overseas, right, like, mm. how grooming is overseas, right, it's culturally different and, like, culturally mm, specific to yes, there, right? Like, a yeah. groomer in the UK wouldn't be, like, a groomer in Singapore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I think um, it's very interesting because... Uh, when we were doing research mm. about online grooming also, couldn't find a single example. So...
3: It does sound like there is a need for, like, more stories based in Singapore. Because, I mean, it's not, like, as if, if you ask me about my experience, I would, like, not tell you about it. It's one of those things where, you know, you just need that platform to share, right? mm. I think, like, it's really great that you guys made that platform. And it's so cute that, you know, like, a 15-year-old is also wondering, or oh, sorry, uh, well, sec four, yeah, is wondering absolutely. whether or not he himself is grooming. So it's like, I think that I don't want to say Like everybody is a terrible person You know I don't think that Groomers all intend To like sexually abuse Like mm. young minors Or whatever It just so happened That like You know Some of them Like that's where They find themselves in la. And I think like Yes They still make that choice To to kind of like Pursue that relationship Even though they know That this person is like, Much younger So obviously That's where the issue lies But I think it's also like The more you know So like Even, even for both sides The groomers And the groomed Right mm. Like I think It, it will benefit everyone to know like okay if this story is like pertaining to like secondary school kid you kind of understand like where they are at you know it's like just before O levels, they're under lot of pressure, you know, this kind of like uh attention from a from another person, like an older person, mm-hmm. like really can help them out of like that that one track kind of like because they're just like focusing on exams kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. like it's like, yeah. With the context of Singapore, it really does help people kind of like put themselves in that story and then say like, okay, that could have been me. Very easily, that could have been me. You, know? mm. yeah.
1: you mentioned like, about like, you know, exams and everything. I also think that that's also kind of like a, a common um, situation that mm. happens. Like um, how people in school nowadays, they're like super stressed and as a result, they kind of like rant online mm. and sometimes groomers just Happen to like come across you know like you know the black screen and then you have like you have like a paragraph of oh my god no words like, oh,
3: very small
1: <laughs> yeah and and so like that's really how um you know like like groomers start to like um you know like slide into your DMs and like start uh relationship with you yeah and so definitely like common situations like being bullied being isolated from your friends um being stressed you need you need mm-hmm. someone um out of your life to to vent to and that's like um i would say that in singapore that's like some of like the more common stories that we mm-hmm. have heard i just wanted to add also and i think this is a cuz it it's, it is similar to like sexual
2: harassment mm-hmm. right i like that um the the boy came to ask you came to mm. ask you guys this question. But I also do think that like, as we are talking about the fact that like, we need to reflect for groomers or so, they need to reflect on whether like, what they're doing is yep. potentially mm. problematic, right? I think it's not, like you all said, not gender specific, yep. right? That it's something that not okay. just men do, right? Yeah. And I think that's super, super, super important to kind yep. of note. Yep. We're not trying to blame like any gender here. <laughs> yeah.
0: With groomers not being gender specific, right? There was a story where um this girl, um, was groomed by a woman online mm. and the woman was actually in cahoots with her husband to get information from um, young game gamers uh, online Yeah, so they asked for like family photos and things like that But yeah her address her address yeah. and I don't think they're from Singapore but they it's someone that they met online um, so from sorry. another country so I'm not sure what the reason behind like getting all these personal information is mm. for but it's quite sick la. and mm. She only managed to stop it because uh, her mom found out about it. Mm, 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 mm. I think social media just accelerated or give groomers a lot more platforms to reach out to the victims. I think in the past, um, you kind of need to know the person Mm. offline first, then you go on to maybe text them. Um, But as of now, you know, you just swipe a random person and then you can just slide into their DMs. Mm. And people are very, like teens nowadays, they're very open to... um, reply also. I mean, back in our days, we also want to make friends, right? Um, Every person that we meet, it's just interesting to to start a conversation with. So
3: there's so many social media platforms out there. So what we see are like some of the characteristics of like specific social media platforms that some people can look out for in terms of like grooming.
1: So for TikTok, I think um, it's a lot easier for strangers to see your videos. Um especially on the For You page. And so, you know, if certain videos go viral, mm. um, you may receive, like, comments or messages from strangers. Mm. And I think, like, um, definitely be on a lookout for them and, you um, know, definitely be critical of, like, the kind of messages that you receive. Um, it's fine if it's, like, a friendly, like, oh, nice dance or, like, mm. nice content. I think that's fine. But when it start to cross your boundaries, then, yeah... Maybe block and report. Mm. Mm. I think another platform
0: where we constantly want to seek out or actively seek out relationships or like strangers talk to is definitely Omigo. Mm. I think um, Omigo has been su- has been a platform that suddenly like revived. Yeah, so, like, suddenly yeah. a lot of people. I think it's because of covid also mm. then people just want some social interaction and they can find that very easily on omiko so then you talk to different kind of strangers and even though you skip them quite fast you can still decide to continue the conversation on some other platform right mm. like maybe like whatsapp or instagram if you get your handle so um yeah i just need you be a little, a little bit more careful in terms of who you um, decide to continue the conversation with and then of course um As you go along um, building that friendship, be Mm. aware of the red flags. uh. Mm. Mm. Then for Instagram, Snapchat, they're very visual platforms where you want to put out your best front or sometimes Mm. your most vulnerable front as well. So it's easy for groomers to pick that kind of personal information out from you Mm. um, and then use that um, to slide into your DMs.
1: You know, sometimes it's not just strangers, but people that you actually know. Mm. So yeah, just be aware of the kind of conversations that you have.
3: So do you think that, because I mean with the prevalence of social media and things like that, I think people also take to social media to kind of like express their, like kind of, I don't know, they're just upset or like, you know, they're having a bad day or things like that. And I think um, like we, we were talking about like O-levels, but obviously it's not just exams. Like it was, it's also like, could be anything, right? The stress of living in a pandemic mm-hmm. or whatever. So like, do you think that that also leads to, you know, more people kind of like, I mean, it, it, it has both a positive and negative, right? It, it, it leaves a uh, room for like your friends to check in on you, but it also kind of leaves a room for like people to kind of like, I guess, identify this as like a...
1: Vulnerability. Vulnerability, mm. yeah. Mm, yeah, mm. and it's, I think it's also very hard um, for you to kind of like report and block this one person because like that, that, per- that rumor can just create like a new account. Mm, it's tough la I think it's difficult on that train of thought right
2: like what are some of the ways that you guys have um, can advise I guess the youth to be a bit more mindful and then also for like maybe the people in their lives right if you know somebody who's young like how do we help them out
0: Mm. I think firstly don't be afraid to talk about relationships online Um, find someone you trust la can Mm. be a friend can be an older sister can Mm. be a counsellor or teacher don't be afraid to explain your situation, your worries, your concerns. And I think a lot of victims are scared to speak up because they're scared of being judged. Like, mm. oh, I was the first one who, you know, wanted to be in this relationship. Ah. So, mm. so am I at fault, you know?
2: And sometimes it's curiosity also is, right? Yeah. It's like, you, yeah. you, you just want to like,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> chat to strangers online. It's fun. I yeah, mean, that's exactly. a reason why Omegle is yeah, so yeah. popular, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. So,
0: so that's why I think education is so important because next time then you will know what kind of dangers you are facing and mm. you catch yourself uh, in that situation before it, it gets even deeper mm. Mm. and mm.
1: i think like we are also not trying to say like don't talk to strangers because mm. that is definitely not our key mm. message yeah. like what we are trying to what we are trying to do is Okay, like these are some of like the red flags Mm. that you should look out for, and these are some of the signs that these are some of the stories. These are some of the signs from victims who are willing to like speak about their experiences. Mm. So you should make your own informed decision whether you know you want to pursue this um, ambiguous relationship or not. Yeah. So I think like the whole point of like flat yeah it is also to encourage that critical thinking in our youths as well. Mm, mm, mm. I think
0: a lot of um, parents or uh, older folks, like, When we were ex- exploring our topic and issue, right? They were asking, "How come you don't um, educate the parents instead? You know, mm. the parents play such a big part in the children's lives. But and in fact, actually, a lot of parents come down to an exhibition also to ask, like, um, so what should I do as a parent? You know, but. Um, from our research and speaking to the teens themselves, they don't want to really... I mean, a lot of people are not very close to their parents in terms of these kind of sensitive topics. Mm. So it's very hard for them to to speak up about it. Yeah, so that's why we wanted to really emphasize on the peer-to-peer social community first before you um, decide to go to a parent or someone much older to seek uh, proper advice. Mm. Mm.
2: And I can totally understand because yeah. like, you won't be telling your parents at 14. I'm meeting
3: a friend who I met online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right.
2: Mm. My boyfriend. Yeah. In <laughs> <at>
3: like mm, <laughs> we are together now. Alright. <laughs> that we
2: met and we met online. Yeah. Right. So, but I am curious, you know, for the sake of like people of our generation mm. who are gonna be parents in mm. future, right? How do we then like it create like a safe space for the younger people to come to mm. us to be like, I'm in trouble, mm. you know?
1: I think, like, first of all, if you were a parent and you were to hear, like, your child talking to someone online, the first thing is to not take their phone away. I think, mm. like, that is, I don't know why, but, like, that is something that teenagers are very scared of, that their phones are being taken away. And mm. I think, like, even as um, adults, we cannot live without our phones. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's, it's also, like, you know, for phones, um in that aspect, um, definitely, I think, also create that trust and... Um, you know, build that kind of rapport with your child or children about uh that it's okay to like tell your parents like stuff mm. and I think for parents it's also you also cannot like overreact I think yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, I think it's like I think overreaction might do more harm than good mm. 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 Yeah. yeah, even if you were to get over this one incident in the future, if there were more incidents to happen, your child may or may not come to you. I think a lot of
0: parents, their first reaction is to, okay, stop talking to strangers online. Mm. But,
1: you know, that's not realistic, happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, we always encourage parents to, come in from a very casual standpoint, mm. you know, open the conversation at dinner time, like, oh, um, how are your friends? What are your relationships like? Tell me more about your friends. Um, what kind of platforms do you like to use? You know, have you made any friends online? And then segue into um, a bit more deeper yeah
2: Mm -hmm. and I think it's also not about like it's it's not about like then don't make friends online and like stop talking to this person Mm. right which I think a lot of people on TikTok now are like reactive parenting don't don't scold your child Mm. right you wanna have them open up to you and then like guide them like okay you are making friends right but like what kind of person is this Mm. right we judge them based on their character I just
3: wanna (laughs) <laughs> I just want to add so I just finished Obama's book A Promise Land right and he had this quote about how um, how to make sure that his daughters pick men that are good that are like just good people and then what he said was that um, you have to show them every single day like the way you treat like your wife and mm. that's like the best way to show your daughters this is how you should be treated mm. because like there's no other way to kind of tell them when you go up to your kid and you say like no you shouldn't be treated that way they're not going to understand like mm. what that means because like it's such a they only see it from like a very macro, mi- micro perspective, right? Mm. But then when you see it like as an everyday act of like, you know, this is how women should be respected, this is how women should be treated. Then these that's are safe how and you know. Boundaries. Yeah, these are safe and healthy ways in which you should like operate mm. and function. Then that's how you know, like, okay, this is how I slowly learn, like how kids can slowly learn, like, okay, mm. okay this is how I can be treated. It's a lot of things, right? It's like teaching.
2: <laughs> It's teaching your son how to be discerning In terms of like the people that they talk to online yeah. And maybe like chat a bit more first yeah. I, I don't know It's so many it's so many things right I, yeah. think, but
3: yeah, I, I think at the end of the day You really cannot prevent Like correct. everything from happening mm, correct. And I don't think that's your job Even as a parent I mean I'm not a parent But I'm sure that as a parent It's, it's impossible correct. to protect them From everything that will happen yeah. But it's also like Teaching them to make informed decisions correct. I guess like what you said right So like mm. if these are things that people go through and, like, it's available, it's available for you to, like, know about and learn, then Mm. you know that, okay, this is a possibility and I should be avoiding it, you
2: know? It's like, yeah. And I think so on that note, I mean, besides the parents, right, let's say, like, you are an individual who is a victim of, like, grooming, right, I'm wondering what are some of the steps that you can take to kind of, like, protect yourselves, Mm.
0: yeah. Tell your friends about who you're speaking to online. Mm. I think even for us, when we talk to our friends, we tend to, Tell them about our other friends. So in a very casual manner, it doesn't have to be a relationship. They will have that third-party perspective yeah. of telling you like, is there a red flag in the relationship? Mm. Um, should you cut the person off? Mm.
1: Yeah. And when you feel that your boundaries are being tested, you should take a step back and like think, okay, like is this person good for me or not? Mm. Is this person respecting my boundaries? And I think that boundaries are um, very important to knowing whether you are safe or not. Actually, it's quite important to understand the laws um,
0: behind online child grooming. I think um, when we just started our project, I think a month before that, the, the policies or laws actually actually have changed to protect to give uh, teens a
1: lot more protection against online harassment. Mm. Previously, the 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 law kind of like protects like uh, minors under eight under 16 and then it was increased to like 18. So, um, you know, if you're like 18 and below and you are groomed, you still can be protected by the law. Be protected by the law.
0: yeah. Yeah. For our Instagram also, we put out some um, toolkits or guidebooks on Mm. what are the laws that are available and who you can reach out to in terms of like legal protection Mm. if you ever need to it's inevitable that you know like we
2: will meet people online and that like you know we will make friends online and stuff like that and like we live in the world of like social media right so I guess what are some of your parting thoughts on like how we can be safe and like protect the people that we love ourselves and like for parents to also you know like um, be a bit more involved in like their children's lives
0: I think firstly, our aim is really to have a close-knitted community so that you get a safe space to voice out about your opinion, even if you don't have close friends that you can speak to or you're a bit shy from it. But um, for friends themselves, if you realise that your friends are being groomed or you might suspect of a certain situation, Always be very open to telling them, maybe ease them into the conversation that, okay, this is my, this might be a potential situation that you're facing. These are the avenues that we can seek help from, and I will be there with you to go and, you know, seek out a counsellor if you really need someone to chat to, like, I'm, I'm willing to go with you. Um, I think a lot of victims, they're be shy to to seek um, help from counsellors or therapists, therapists. Um, if once they find out they're in such situations, like mm. and I think for friends, if you know you've tried a lot of times and the victim still doesn't want to listen to you because um, they're just so blinded by the situation, right? Then I would say like don't give up. Mm. Like mm. seek professional help if you really cannot handle it on your own. Also, and I think a lot of friends, right? They mm. they ask like, oh my gosh, should I go and confront the groomer mm. myself? I know what he's trying to do, you know, with good intention. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But I think that's what we try and avoid. Uh, advising people to do because you never know what you get yourself into. I'm sure the groomer will know how to manipulate you also as a mm, friend to mm, to stop yeah. the situation. Yeah.
3: Thank you so much for coming down to talk to us and like sharing all your stories.
0: Um,
3: I just want to ask like if anybody like realizes that they've been groomed or like they know that their friend is going through something like this, where can they turn to?
1: Yeah. So actually, our DMs are always open at flat 8com so, you know, whenever you have any um, questions or troubles, like, just drop us a DM. Like, I do remember there was this one time, this SAC2 girl, she um, dropped us a DM saying that um, she realized that her best friend came to school with a hickey and she knew that um, the day before she met up with um, an older online stranger. And so she was, like, really worried about her friend because, you know, um, her friend was showing signs of, um, being groomed, like um, because she saw our um, posts and everything, and so, um, so she was like really worried, and so that's so. By the end of the night, we directed her to a touch counselor. So we are not like counselors or anything, but like we are here to listen to you and to direct you to the right hotlines if
0: needed. You can treat us like we are like the older sisters that you can talk to. Not like in a groomer sense lah, but (laughs) no, not at all. Proper sister. Cool, cool. Thank you
2: guys for joining us. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, thanks.